These were his reasons. He says reasons Rick goes in the blow. Number one, he's obnoxious. Obnoxious? <laughs> Me? So, uh, so uh, apparently he just got an army. <laughs> so. I mean, his his uncle is Colonel Sanders. So. <laughs> <laughs> the just kid just the sound quality of that episode is amazing too. <laughs> That's what, that was when I was in the attic and stuff. You guys gonna let me out? The first ever three-time wrestling POV champion, the first ever wrestling POV global champion, and now the first ever wrestling POV unified champion. <laughs> you know what? I am a, I am obnoxious. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 2019 WPOV Awards, brought to you by the Wrestling POV Podcast, with performances from Tony Diaz, Mimi Goiti, The Third Wheel, Rick Serrano the Third. And ladies and gentlemen, our host, Miguel Cole! Oh my goodness, thank you everyone for coming here! I am so excited to have the Wrestling POV Awards, and I am your host, and let's get right, started! Oh, no, no, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do this, hold on, stop, no, let's go back to square one, shall we? <laughs> that was rude! Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody. Shalom. And the third wheel, Rick Serrano the third. Hey people! And of course, our intern, Miguel Cole. I would like to say the host of Wrestling POV Awards, but I am the intern. Hello, yeah. how's everybody doing? <laughs> Alright, so this is our final episode, y'all. Till next year. Our final episode until uh so this is the award show. Yeah! Uh but not only it's not just so I don't want people to get turned off by this whole thing. It's not just an award show. It's basically um, you know, it's still the same show. You know, we're gonna review Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. There was no AEW this week, so we're not gonna go over that, obviously. Um, but it is the it is an award show. Yeah, and, we uh, got we got a lot of get, categories. Yes, we do a lot of categories, which we're going to be inserted into our regular scheduled program. And of course, the the two things I'm actually really excited about is the new pay per view points game. This shit just got real. It just got real, people! It just got real. And not only did it just got real, 
It's gotten interesting. It's gotten interesting. Yeah, interesting. And let me tell you something. I said this last week. I'm going to say it again now. You're going to want to play. That's all I got to say. Towards the end of the episode, of course, we're going to give you more details and what the prize is. Yeah, this is a, uh, actually, there's a, there's a prize. There's a giveaway that we're doing. And I'm, I'm like, I can't wait. I really can't wait. And like I said, it's not, gonna, it's not complicated. But again, like I said, you're going to want to play. You know, as Bianca Belair would say. All right. Play. Yeah. And of course, fan of the year. Mm-hmm. Fan of the Year. The Matt Novak Fan of the Year Award will be decided later on. Yeah. Um, there were some videos that I saw. Uh, the president uh, bestowed to me the uh, the final decision in case there is not a unanimous decision on who we think should be the Fan of the Year. Um, if it is unanimous, then we I, my shit don't count. But... <laughs> But uh, he bestowed to me the uh, final decision on that, which, all right, whatever. But uh, <laughs> but like I said, we got, you know, things throughout the show. It, and, and again, and if you agree with us, that's fine. If you don't agree with us, put it on our Facebook page and we can make fun of it next year. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. With that being said, it is time for the Facebook poll. Hater comment of the week. Let's see what we got. Over onto our uh, Facebook. Uh, the first thing now, this is um, pretty wild. Uh, the fan, uh, actually a nominee for <laughs> yeah. fan of the year, uh, Josh Sanders. Now, this has been probably a heated rivalry between Rick and Josh Sanders all year. Um, uh, listen, Tony. The thing is, you, you call it a rivalry, but is it really? It is. A, is it really a rivalry yes, when I win yes. every single time? Not really. A, ri- <laughs> a rivalry is when it goes well, back you, and forth. But you, but you haven't won that much. I mean, I, I've beaten him every single time. <laughs> every bet I've ever had with him, I beat him. He's never beat me in anything. So it's not really a rivalry. <laughs> it's like well, it's, he, like, well, it's like the Lakers he, and the Knicks. But he's. <laughs> That's bad. Come on. And he's a Lakers fan, but he's playing like the Knicks right now. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm a Knicks fan. So, I mean, but that's neither here or there. But what I'm trying to say is is that um, uh, it's been a back and forth between you no, two. No, it has been, yes. For the past year. Yeah. Um, uh, for what does he have about age? Yeah, but, you know, also other accolades that has happened throughout the year, which was, you know, him winning – Numerous titles this year. Um, but did he win one? He only won the wrestling POV. And I think he won an interstate no, title here and there. I was gonna say, didn't he win it back-to-back? Oh, yeah. He What's won back-to-back interstate. Back yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, he, he lost the bet. He, he lost the bet to me. Did he lose the bet? Yeah. What was the bet? I don't, I don't remember. No, Do you no, remember? wait. wait. What? Wasn't he the one who, who bet you of, of changing the name to the Turd Award? No. No, that, no, was, that was Jazzy J. Yeah. Ah, that okay. was Jazzy J. Um, another nominee, by the way. Um, now, <laughs> I was I'm, I I found it rather enjoyable watching this feud between y'all two. Uh, but last week, Josh um, mentioned about putting Rick in the book, mm-hmm. um, and I told him I, you got to give us valid reasons, and uh, we'll decide whether to put him in the book. So 
these were his reasons. He says, reasons Rick goes in the blow. Number one, he's obnoxious. Obnoxious? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sense the sarcasm there. Uh, so, yeah, number one, he's obnoxious. Number two, he thinks Y2J is amazing. <laughs> he's the GOAT! <laughs> what can I say? Oh, my God. Uh, his evil thing said about Edge. Fuck Edge. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. His deep down hate for my love of Edge. Okay. I mean, I mean. And uh, many fans want to see him go in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's an army of fans that want to see me in the book. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, apparently he just got an army. <laughs> so. I mean, his his uncle is Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> the Kentucky Chicken oh Army. <laughs> Jesus, Rick. <laughs> wow. All right. So here's some of the comments said to about this. You guys went back and forth. Josh said, "Show proof. Rick hated Edge before he met me." Uh, you responded back with. Um, Sorry, you responded back with Eat Your Words, Josh Sanders, episode 45, our fantasy bracket. So let's play that real quick. Keywords, keywords, keywords. Sorry, sorry about that. Let me try it again. There we go. Edge versus Christian. Yeah, that's an easy one. Edge. I go with Edge. Gotta go with Edge. Rick. First of all, you guys think that this is an easy one. It is. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this because a lot of people have been commenting about Edge being so great. Listen, Christian is a way better wrestler. He's a wow. way better storyteller. He's way better at everything. Edge got pushed to the moon for no reason. Christian is absolutely 100 times better. And I would tell any fan that to their face and any person on this planet, Christian is better than Edge. And you guys just did the most quality of that episode is amazing too <laughs> That's what, that was when I was in the attic and stuff you guys gonna let me out you guys had me chained to the fucking attic um, <laughs> that is true um, but no guys wow. I mean the proof is in the pudding but you know I do gotta disagree with you though that that Christian is better than Edge? Say what you will. At the end of the day, uh, I stuck to my gun since episode 45. That's true. That is true. I, and, and I do got to agree with you there. All right. Um, now, Josh Sanders responded to that saying that uh, that was a mild com- uh, that was mild compared to where you are now. But that's why Tony is the brains of the operation. You heard what he said. Easy choice. Edge is easily, easily better than... Christian, but I like them both. There would be no Christian without Edge, though. So, That's true. Yeah, he's right. So, and especially when he said uh, Tony's the brains of the operation. I mean, oh yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, come the on. The president of the POV is the brains of it. Yeah. No. 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 Josh said it, so it's got to be true. Uh, <laughs> so there was some gifts being displayed by you guys. Uh, then Josh responded with, "Read the shirt. It says." Uh, it's what you should do with yourself and the book. Uh, he said, let me in. Oh. Yeah. So he's, and he also said, show me the money. Now, um, it's decision time. Mimi, should Rick go in the book? 
I say yes. Whoa! Because <laughs> he is obnoxious. He's obnoxious. Um, you know what? Yeah, let's put Rick in the book. Final book. <laughs> All right, so there you go, Rick. Josh has has was able to put you in the book. How? So. He didn't even get a one fan to agree with him. Yeah, that was somebody that Near agreed. fans? No, the fans said agreed with me. He that, said that was Edge was there. B minus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Somebody did say that. I said we put Josh in the books for that blasphemous. (laughs) I had the proof. He said find the proof. I put the proof. (laughs) Why don't you make a poll? So, um, no, 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 no poll for this year. All right. So, Rick, you're in the book. And, um, yeah, sorry. I mean, it's it's, normally, you know, we always go for what the, uh, you know, if the fans have a, a, um, a suggestion of putting somebody in the book, then nine times out of de- ten we do it. So this is no exception. You're in the book, Rick. So put right. yourself in the book. All right. For a week. Um, for a week. No, you, you're there for the rest of the year. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. For the rest no. of the year. Yes, for the rest of the year. No. He'll be in, and we'll discuss this next week. How about that? Yes. In the, the next, new year. The first, in the new year, we'll discuss about taking you out. So there you All go. Right. Put yourself in. All right. Uh, how do I even say? I forgot. Ladies. We'll say, well, hold on. We'll say, um, let me see. Uh, Rick, uh, Rick's love for Edge. I was going to say Rick's obnoxious love <laughs> Rick, for Edge. There we go. We'll say Rick Serrano III's obnoxious. We'll just leave it at that. All right. Edge. Rick Serrano III's obnoxious for Edge. Just read the book. <laughs> Blasphemy. There you go. Thank you for putting yourself into Blasphemy. the book. Now, speaking of the book, there was a, a, a an atrocity that happened on SmackDown. Oh, Before Lord. you say anything, Mimi, it was um, a thing that happened with Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman did this thing last night on SmackDown where... He he was invited to dance by the New Day. It was disturbing. It was not only disturbing, it was atrocious. Mm-hmm. That was obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And it it, it 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 was churlish. For sure, for sure. And it definitely belongs in the turlet. Yes. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so I posted it on our Facebook page. Should Braun Strowman's dance book is it book worthy? Number one. Now, Rick. You go, then Mimi will go, and then I'm going to read some of the comments to determine if he does belong in the book. This one was interesting, so go ahead, Rick. All right, I'm just going to say this. First of all, Braun Strowman is is supposed to be the monster among men, and we got him doing the Brodus Clay impression. It, mm-hmm. it was terrible. And then that dancing, you're setting the movement back, man. When they say <laughs> white man can't dance, you Ooh. are enabling just it. proved it. You are showing it. And and listen, guys, I got to be honest. Tony, you've been a wrestler for a long time. Now, mm-hmm. Tony, do wrestlers just dance bad? Because whenever they put these guys in the, the ring to dance, they do the same hokey-dokey dance moves. John Cena has done it. Braun yeah. Strowman has done it. Hulk Hogan. I mean, is there he, no he, rhythm? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. Shawn Michaels. Is there no rhythm in wrestling? Um. Well, I got rhythm, number one. But I never danced in the ring. Okay? That's, well, that's number two. You have with, with uh, Brian well, Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Christopher. Yeah, I did. And that's true, too. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, I was doing the smooth. The smooth you was criminal. those rock, rockish I, I was doing the smooth criminal. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, thanks for pointing that out. I never would have <laughs> said that. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, Jesus. I'm trying to think of somebody who could dance. Um, because I'm sorry to say, you know. No way, Jose. Well, yeah, all right, yeah. I'm yeah, to, I mean, but... I'm not saying that all wrestlers. I'm talking about the white wrestlers. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen a white wrestler be able no, to dance I, and not I, do the I whole really, uh, disco no. inferno. What's his name? Uh, uh, um, Who? Disco inferno. Disco inferno. Disco inferno. He, he's got. He's got some. He's got some good moves. Um, and, and I don't want to be and, that and guy, but name, Brian, bro? Brian Christopher, and 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 Scotty Too Hotty. Scotty Too Hotty. No, they, they. No, they just no. <laughs> uh, we we love you, Brian Christopher, but the moves was no, no. Oh, I can't horrendous. Oh, Fandango. Fandango can dance. No, no, He's, no, no. no. <laughs> She's moving on point. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Mimi, right, um, go ahead with your brushstroke. Yeah, what, what's your what's thoughts? What's your thoughts? I think it should be a 2019 uh, memorable moment. You must be out your damn mind. Well, you know I like them big guys. Yeah. And the way he was moving in and smacking that, mm, 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 I was like, oh yeah. He wasn't smacking nothing. He was smacking the air. He was doing this. Oh, my God. Jesus. All right. So, uh, Jason Serrano, you said, best thing that happened in WWE in a while. What? Was he related to you or something? Yeah, he has to be something oh like God. a cousin married with another cousin or something like that. <laughs> cousin, yeah, exactly. You know? All right. Uh, of course, Rick, you responded back to this is nonsense monster among men doing the bros clay impression. Um, now, this was what's interesting. Josh Sanders came out and says, I was hoping he was going to lay New Day out. Are they agreeing with each other? What? Responded back to that would be so uh, be good. So you know they weren't going to do that. Uh, Josh Sanders said, for sure, put him in the book. Uh, Jason Serrano, he did a gift saying, epic. That was epic. He posted mm-hmm. another gift. Also, he's saying, legendario. Um, mm, boy. Ian Demore, he says the whole show of SmackDown should be in the book, honestly. So it's since it happened on SmackDown, yes, laugh out loud. So I, I, I'm sorry, you know, Mimi, you liked it. I don't know why, but no, we we have to put that in the book. That was that was atrocious. It it was it was no. I they ruined Braun so bad this year. Where they had a chance with him a long time ago, and then now they're giving him yeah, and then now they're treating him like the big show, you know, doing these yeah novelty yeah. acts. But at I least you know, at least the big show had a good run. At least the big show was a monster and, and won titles and was just a, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I mean he. Uh, at least he was a champion, too. Yeah. <laughs> at least he was able to get the belt. Jesus I mean, Christ. it looks like he might get the IC belt at this point. It's, you, you, but you know what? And I hope he doesn't, to be honest. I like yeah. it better on Shinsuke. And, and that's a whole different conversation in itself. But Shinsuke needs to be away from those people. Well, Cesaro. Because I like him with Sami Zayn. Yeah. Put him in a, a, a program 
with somebody else. Start a feud with the, for the IC belt. They just diminished that IC belt with him not doing anything. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Now they're going to do it with Braun where it's going to... Uh, I don't know. Se acabo. Yeah. Se acabo. Braun So Braun... We'll put... Uh, how are we going to put it in the book? How are we going to say Braun Strowman's... No. Braun Strowman's um, boogie doogie goes in the book. There we go. Boogie All doogie. All right. All right. Braun Strowman's boogie doogie. You just read the book. Jesus, where do we come up with this shit? Um, actually, <laughs> I just did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess that's it for now, right? All right. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have had another poll up this week uh, for match yes. of the year. All right. So let's see. Who this will make it? Who's gonna make it to the finals? We had Adam Cole, baby, versus mm-hmm. Pete Dunne going up against the women's war games matches. Now, before I go over the results, what were you guys thinking? What are your votes for this matchup? Man, let me tell you, that's a hard one. This was very hard. I went with Team Baszler versus Team uh, Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. um, only because this was the first time the women has ever done a war games match. And it was good. It was to me, phenomenal. it was good. I think it was great. Um, Cole versus Pete Dunne. I'd say it was okay. But for me, I don't think it was match of the year. I, I got to give it to the women this year. And that's that's the vote I went with. Mimi. I also went with the women. I think that that match was amazing. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Had me on my toes. Mm-hmm. Jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. All right. So she was on her toes. So she was standing <laughs> at, a, at a tall five foot one on her toes. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, for me, I also agree That's with you guys. I have, <laughs> I have to go with, uh, the women. I thought the women did a great job. Um, I, uh, listen, I'm the one that pushed for Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne to be in this. Yeah, you um, did. but when, when you're matched up against a, a first time match like that, you got to go with the women and mm-hmm. the fans agree with us with the closest vote so far at 55% wow. to 45%. The women's war games match goes to the finals. That being said, we had another poll. And it's time for the finals. The men's war games versus the women's war games before we announce the results. Once again, what were your thoughts? For me, I have to say, I have to go with the women's war games match. Like I said, this whole time, we've seen men's war games matches in the past. This time around, it's a woman's first time ever. The storytelling was phenomenal. We had a, a, a face turn, right? We had mm-hmm. uh, women in a War Games match. First time ever. Yeah, heel turn. Heel turn. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> face turn, heel. Heel turn. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was great. Right, Dakota Kai turning and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a great matchup. I thought it was great. Yeah. So I went with the women's War Games. What do you guys think? I, I did the same thing. I went right with Team ba- Basler, Basler versus uh, Team Rhea Ripley, and it was it was really good. I mean, don't get me wrong. And and what the one thing I want everybody to understand is that these are our opinions. Um, throughout the week, I've been seeing everybody voicing their own opinion on what is match of the year. That now understand this: they didn't do it how we did it as putting it as a vote, doing it as a bracket, and whoever won the most votes obviously went to the next round and da da That's how we did it, okay? But not only that, the fans voted for this. Yes. Okay? 
you guys voted for this, and this year we did it to where you guys would determine what was match of the year. So before anybody that comes in or is new to the show and says, that's bullshit, I thought blah, blah, blah in, in New Japan, that's for WPOV Global, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we're just covering WWE exclusively. And the the match of the year and also with the other tag teams of the year, This, I mean, that's a different story, but this one with match of the year, it's a thing that we do all year putting it into our vault, and then at, towards the end of the year, we do a, a, a the tournament bracket and yeah. determine what is match of the year. So before anybody comes out and says, you guys are wrong, or blah, 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 the people voted this in, okay? The people voted this in. And it's our Me, POV, and it's our it show. Is. Yeah, so fuck you. <laughs> so now, jeez, <laughs> way to do it, Rick. Way yeah. to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> now here's the thing. I went with Team Rhea, uh, Baszler and Rhea Ripley. I Again, I just thought it was good. And to see, I agree with you, Rick. We've seen the men's, you know, War Games match several times already. This one was good. Uh, Undisputed Era and Team Champa, they were, that was good. I'm not going to take that away. But I went with uh, Baszler and Rhea Ripley. I went with that one. For the finals, for me, it should should have won, my opinion. All right, Mimi. I agree. I think the women was had the slight edge. You get it? <laughs> no. Edge, edge wasn't involved in this but Had the slight edge. I mean, the men's war game was great, you know, especially the ending when they jumped off the... the, 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 the cage. Yeah, that. And... Uh, but the women, they had they had the game on, and they did freaking great, phenomenal, awesome. So I'm going to go with the women. All right. Uh, Miguel Cole, our host. Okay. <laughs> so the match of the year. Nominees are the men's war games and the women's war games. And the winner for match of the year goes to the men's war games team wow. undisputed era versus team champa wow 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 yeah all right hey. hey listen it was a great match can't it take was. away it and was I'm not, and i'm not you know, and uh I'm... you know it was it was well deserved i mean it made it in our our tournament and you the fans voted and that's just what you guys do listen you watch war shows and you don't have to agree with everything i don't agree with it but that's just show. That's show business, folks. It is. It is. And and you know the thing of it is, like I said, you know, difference of opinions. Everybody's POV. Um, we unanimously voted for the women, and you guys went with the men. So hey, match of the year. Congratulations for the War Games match, Undisputed Era versus um, who's Team Champa. Team Champa. Team Champa. So hey, it is what it is. Um, so there it is, the poll, and now we start anew in January, next year, next month, next week, and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see, and, and again, anybody has the right, any of you guys listening, if you thought a, f- a match was so phenomenal, no pun intended to AJ Styles, but if you <laughs> thought a match was so phenomenal that it should be in our vault for match of the year, Put it on our Facebook page. We'll have a nice discussion about it and see if it's worthy, you know. And and then if we don't agree, we'll do a poll. We'll we'll leave it to the people. Power to the people. Power to the people. Amen, brother. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now 
It is time, right? It is? Yes. Is it about that time? Okay. Yes. It is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take away, Rick. All right. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go straight into the news because I forgot the birthdays. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Andrade. Wait, wait. It's time for the wrestling news from around the world. end of the year people you gotta forgive us you know? all right it's our last episode of the year and, you know, we're kind of all over the place 200 yes. episodes plus all right uh andrade is the new u.s champion yeah. defeating ray mysterio in my backyard um in madison square garden yeah that's what? square garden what the hell she could say <laughs> that was shocking very shocking to say the least. I, I mean, mean, yeah, it's like Andrade didn't even win the the little what was that called the the match the, the six way match the gauntlet match the gauntlet match yeah, he didn't even win that. Yeah. How did he get a title match? How did he win? Crazy. But at the I same take time, it. I I got no problem with him winning it. it Absolutely, it. it's about that damn time. Van Dam time. But he, you know, again, it should have been, he should have won that gauntlet tournament. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I agree. Um, but the way they did it, was it cool? I, uh, the gauntlet I'm talking about. I get why they did it. But it was, to me, in my opinion, dumb. Stupid. Caca. It's stupid. Yeah. Poop. They should have put it on Raw. He should have won the title on Raw. On Raw, yeah, Hands I agree. Down. For the last, uh, uh, for the last episode of the year, yeah, they yeah. should have waited till this Monday. Yeah, for maybe sure. it was a mistake. No, no, because they've done it before. Yeah, they've done. It um, no, this was interesting. Uh, they had a, a table for three with a Nation of Domination: D'Lo Brown, Mark oh, Henry, really? and uh, Papa Shango, uh, Godfather, and they yeah. were all there, all six of them. Um, <laughs> now this was interesting where as the nation of domination was getting formed, they made D'Lo Brown. He was the bump guy. They had a bunch of different guys there that didn't take bumps. D'Lo was the only guy, the only wrestler there yeah. to take bumps with Farouk and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so as they were adding people, they, then they added Mark Henry. They wanted to add one more. Um, at the time, uh, Godfather was not the Godfather yet. Uh, he was set to be Papa Shango 2.0. 2.0, yeah. Um, I saw the, the, the makeup and everything, the makeup yeah. Concept, yeah. It was so, totally different. It was supposed yeah. to be a new Papa Shango for the Attitude Era. Yeah. And as he walked in, uh, Vince called him to his office, and Vince was like, you're going to join the Nation of Domination. <laughs> and uh, he actually, him and uh, Farouk went on to beat The Undertaker. So he got a mm-hmm. pin on The Undertaker that night. Yeah. Um. And then, of course, as history shows, he went on to become the Godfather. Now, I loved Papa Shango. I thought he was a great character. I think he would have been great in the Attitude Era. I think he would be great today. Just um, imagine what they would have done with that. Yes. Too. You know, being that the Attitude Era was just as crazy and and, and raunchy as it is. Imagine adding Papa Shango to the a newer. Papa Shango, because I loved the co- the makeup concept. I saw it. I was like, "Wow!" I wish they did went with it, but hey, I yes. like Nation of Domination too. You know, no, of course, Nation. Listen, Nation of Domination deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah, um, I agree. Dave uh, needs to be there before NWO. 
Oh, definitely. I agree. I think that before DX, and, that, and that's the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. But what do you guys think? Uh, Papa Shango or Godfather? What were your thoughts? Who? Mm. I mean, I'm talking about. Who would you have rather have seen? Uh, Papa, Papa Shango, Shango 2.0 or Godfather? Yeah, pa Papa Shango 2.0 for sure. Yeah, I agree. Mimi? I don't know. I like the Godfather gimmick, you know, and I don't know. He could have done it, but th then it could have been a flop, you know? What, the Godfather or the Papa, Papa Shango? Shango it, it, well, you got to think of the era that it's, it was considered to be done in. If, if he were to do that now, I don't think they would give him much leeway um, because look at what they're doing with The Fiend. Yeah. Though I do like it, and I'm pretty sure Vince is going to let Bray Wyatt do whatever he wants, but uh, God, uh, uh, Godfather, uh, Papa Shango 2.0 now, I don't think would work. Uh, Papa Shango 2.0 in the Attitude Era, yeah, it definitely would have worked. It, they they would have did some crazy shit. Because think about it, they they hung the the big boss man. <laughs> <laughs> they hung. They they crucified they Stephanie crucified McMahon. Crucified Stephanie McMahon. They crucified Steve Austin. <laughs> they threw shit on um, uh, uh, the, the the cheerleader guy. Yeah. I mean, come on. They did a lot of... They, 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 did they had sex, Edge, and Lita. Wedding. They had sex in the middle of the ring. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was, it was, Just it imagine was, what they done. Yeah. It was up in Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My last bit of news, and this is this is a little, a little upsetting. I got to be honest. Uh, yes. Goldberg had a, a conversation about the whole Bret Hart incident, and he said um, that's the one thing he regretted most in his career was hurting Bret Hart. However, <laughs> and whenever you throw a however or a but into a situation, you nullify everything you said before that. So... What? what? So he says that Brett knew the kick was coming. And, uh, yeah. So basically, really? Brett knew the kick was coming. And when he fights, he's not goofy like a Ric Flair. What? What? And then he went on to say that when you go in the ring with him, it's like a lion's den. And whether the match is two minutes or five minutes or ten, well, and then he said, well, let's not be serious. Not ten minutes. But two or five minute matches he has, it's all out war. No, brother. <laughs> that is the total opposite of what you learn when you get in the ring, bro. Right. From the first day I stepped in the ring, they told me, uh, you take care of the other guy. Exactly. You're not there to, oh, I'm all savage and I'm going to tear your head off. No. That's what you do outside the ring. That's what you do in your promos. But when you get in the ring, you take care of the other guy. So, uh, Goldberg, you're a douchebag, bro. And, like, the, for you to say that Brett knew the kick was coming, yeah, Brett knew the kick was coming. He just didn't think he was going to get kicked for real in the tempo. <laughs> Idiot. Um, with that being said, let's go into our next award. All okay. Right. So the next award is the Botch of the Year. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> and the nominee and the winner is Goldberg versus Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, there you go. You you found no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, now, what were the other? Now, 
Now explain the whole awards thing for the people. All right. Where, so and how and how we came up with this decision? Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we uh, all came together, the three of us, excluding Miguel Cole. Yeah, go to hell. Um, <laughs> we all came together and we each came up with about five uh, people for each category, um, and then we just uh, pick pick five people and then whatever was common. We just, that's what got votes, and that's what we put. Um, and the and the winner for this one was roller coaster. It was hands down, <laughs> right down for botch of the year was definitely Goldberg Undertaker. Um, yeah. what was, were they like other nominees? Do yeah, we did, but in? I didn't write those down for this Damn. one. You know, because what? this one, this one, <laughs> <laughs> this one, that was a botch on my part. Um, <laughs> But well, yeah, the whole, the thing, hands the down. Is, like, there's been botches this year, and we know this. But the reason why we went with this one was because of the simple fact that the whole match was, was a, a botch. Match. Yep. So, come on, people. Yeah, I mean, Goldberg ran himself into a turnbuckle, and maybe he's right. You know, it makes sense now. He he said yeah. that when he's in the ring, he's, he's a wrecking machine. And, uh, yeah, he ran his... He ran his head right into the turnbuckle, stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations for botch of the year, Goldberg. There you go, Goldberg. Um, on to the rumors. All righty. Now, as you announced, Rick, that uh, the that uh, Andrade became the new U.S. champion, uh, it is rumored that a redesigned United States title is in house and is ready to be debuted. So, I'm guessing with all this hoopla that happened at MSG that it, I'm hoping that it happens on Monday. Yeah, so cool. we'll see. We'll see. Um, because not for nothing, out of all the belts that they have, n- number one, and I know I'm going off topic, but number one, to have the WWE titles all look the same but just different color is stupid. I just think it's dumb. I, I like the back in the day where, you know, the WWE title was the WWE title. Uh, it was its own. And the and the, uh, the WCW heavyweight title, it was the big gold belt. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, they were always debating on which title was more prestigious. Was it the big gold belt or was it the WWE? You know what I'm saying? So did they do – they? and I know why they did away with it because they wanted the WWE belt – to be more prestigious, and that's the biggest one that you can get. But then they came up with the universal title that looks exactly like the WWE title. <laughs> different color. Just a different color. And, you know, which belt out of between those two is more prestigious? You know, is it universal because it's the whole world? It's beyond the whole world? Or is it the WWE? You know, I mean, it's just stupid. But anyway, out of all the belts, though, the U.S. title, in my opinion, is the most ugliest belt that they have. So Ugly. It is. I don't, I don't like it. it, it does it deserve a, t- uh, a remake? Yeah. Out of all the titles, that's the one that does. Um, because I'm sorry to say, I like the new IC belt. I yeah, like it. I like it. A lot of people said it should, like the strap should be a white and da-da-da. I, I like it. Leave it. All right. So uh, if the WWE doesn't go with Kane Velasquez... As Brock Lesnar's partner or match or for uh, for the Royal Rumble, it will uh, likely be either Kevin Owens or Randy Orton. Oh, and no. uh, they they kind of fought before. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of saw this once before. Um, 
honestly, I'd rather see Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar because of what happened. Remember what happened before? Yeah, with the elbows. So, yeah. So, I mean, the story there, it's already written itself. Um, uh, now, speaking of Brock Lesnar, I mean, really, are we really, are they really still going to do this with him being champion mm-hmm. and not showing up? Stupid. It's I think it's dumb. It's very dumb. Now, uh, Killer Cross. You guys know who he is? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, is in a great negotiation spot, as sources say that uh, the WWE is willing to debut him on Raw or SmackDown and fast track him into the upper card. Hmm. I can so, see that. I like him. Yeah? I like Killer Cross. I thought he had a good uh, look to him. Um, he did. He you got to put him in a faction or a bodyguard hmm. role to start off. You know what? That little stable that they got going with uh, Corbin and Ziggler and Root. He would fit in well with that. That would be good. You know, I mean, is he? They're kind of like in the upper cardish type. You yeah. Know, where at, at, you know where they're at in SmackDown. So yeah, I, I would see that. I definitely would see that. Now, a major rumor, and the reason why I left this for last is because the Royal Rumble's coming up, people, and you know how we do the Royal Rumbles. It's interesting, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's a lot of points to be to be had in this one. Mm-hmm. Now, but here's the... And you can take it with a grain of salt if you want to. But nine times out of ten, I have been right. So, Roman Reigns and Shayna Baszler are penciled in as Royal Rumble winners right now. No! Yes. No! No! They no. want They want Roman and uh, to, to uh, face the Fiend at WrestleMania. There's now, so many other ways you can do that. No! There is, and I agree. I agree, but here, check this shit out. I think, and, and, and it's a big mistake. You cannot do Roman versus the Fiend. No, you can't, and expect Roman to beat the Fiend, and expect people to cheer Roman. It's not, not gonna, gonna happen. happen. Yeah, you can't do that again. Like, listen, no, I, they 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 spent the whole year because if if you really noticed. There hasn't really been a lot of talk of Roman Reigns being shoved down our throats or whatever. Yeah, he's been taking some L's. You know, he's getting on back on track as to people liking him. Fan favorite, yeah. Fan exactly. favorite. But so is The Fiend. Yeah. The Fiend is the most popular guy that they got in wrestling right now. And you're going to put him against... You're going You're going to hit... Uh, it's a bad uh, idea. They're going to boom bad, just like the last Roy Rumble. Exactly, that he yeah. Won. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is, now, mind you, this, it's, it is a rumor. But at the same time, you know how people are. They hear a rumor like that, and then all of a sudden, he's the last two in the ring, or even the last oh, four. Man. The boos are going to be happening like you never heard boos before. And it's going to be a downward spiral for Roman Reigns. I guarantee it. Unless, unless... He goes after Brock Lesnar instead of uh, the Fiend. Yeah. That's the only way out of it. Only way. I, mean, I was going to say, what about if he um, beats the yes guy? Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan. The Fiend. Daniel Bryan defeats the Fiend. Uh-huh. And oh, no. then Roman goes after Daniel. Yeah, that, w- that wouldn't work either. No. That really wouldn't work. You know, because, it, you know, to each his own. I don't see it with Daniel Bryan, to be honest. He got I'm to with you. He, He's got a cult following. Everybody does loves doing the yes chant. I think it's the dumbest fucking thing in wrestling today. But to have the to be the um, 
Roman versus Daniel Bryan at a WrestleMania? Is that WrestleMania worthy? No, it's not. Uh, Like I said, the only way out of it, if Roman does win the Royal Rumble, is if he goes after Brock. Because everybody hates Brock as it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And has he ever beaten Brock? I don't think so. Roman? Yeah. 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 He He won the title. He beat him at WrestleMania for the title. Oh, did he? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, beat him again. <laughs> but <laughs> it has to be against Brock. You can't have him face the fiend. No. You, you just can't. can't. They they did a and um, this is my opinion. But they did a lot of feel sorry for Roman this year. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They really did. And the people they went for it, you know, which hey, you know what? It worked. You know what I'm saying? Vince finally got it to work. But it, it's gonna all that work is gonna be for nothing. Once um, he says that he's going to go after the Fiend. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it. Unless they do something uh, freaking crazy to Roman. To have people be like, damn, that's fucked up. But I, even then, I, I just still don't see it. I still don't see it. So That is it for the rumors. All right. For the injury, Fandango is injured mm. again. Yeah. Uh, Tommy John surgery. I didn't know he played baseball. Um <laughs> He is out for three to four months. Thank you, Miguel. Rick, You're welcome. Serrano, the third joke of the week. <laughs> Canceled uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> three to four months he's going to be out for. So, oh wow. listen, man. Prince Pretty got to get out of this tag team. This, this Breezango thing is not working. Where's he going to go? I liked Breezango. They had him going well when they had him on the singles run back in NXT, and then they put him back together in NXT. Like, leave yeah, him alone. Tyler. Mean, think, think about it. When, when they had their own little programming, because remember, we complained about it. Well, we didn't know. Let me, let me take it back. We didn't complain about it. We said that it was a good thing that they're doing on SmackDown. They're just doing it every week. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they got to get back to that, is, in my opinion. They, them and, for one, them and NXT, I, I don't know why, number one, why they did that. They killed but it, though. What, the the they whole did. momentum they had, they just. They did. But they need to go back to SmackDown, I think, and do that program again. I thought uh, it was funny. But it was just done too much, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Like and, everything else that they do on SmackDown. And, uh, you know, yeah, no, I agree with you. But I don't uh, think, I think, I think staying in Brizango is better than yeah. going on a solo run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're going to move on to our next award. Miguel, Yay. go. Okay, so this is for Tag Team of the Year. And the nominees are the Usos. The Iconics, the Kabuki Warriors, and the OC. Oh. Okay, so what do you guys think about these nominees? I mean, the Usos had a good run this year. I mean, mm-hmm. up until they got arrested. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Iconics won the belt at WrestleMania, the tag mm-hmm. team women's title. Yes. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors are the current women's tag team champs, and I think they turned around their whole career. I mean, Asuka yeah. was drowning, and now yeah. she's spitting stuff at people. And now she's <laughs> green uh, stuff. And then the OC tag team, the best tag team in the world. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, yeah. I, I just uh, any one of these teams can be the tag team of the year, but only one okay. can be it. Miguel Cole, and the winner is the tag team of the year is the Kabuki Warriors. Wow. wow. 
I agree. I think I. I mean, if you really look at it, none of these teams were around for the entire year. Right. Um, and I think the Kabuki Warriors had the momentum towards the end of the year, and they Mm -hmm. just went with it. So I agree. I, I think the Kabuki Warriors did a great job. So congratulations on that. Wow. Wow. All right, Tony. They reinvent, and I tell you this much: they reinvented themselves. Oh, they absolutely! Really did. I love it. You know, it. between Oscar and Carrie Zane too. You know, yeah. a lot of people. You know, we got on her a lot this year, and um, you know, especially because it just didn't look like, you know, with the rumors being that you know she's gonna she wants to leave and blah blah blah, and then what happened at TLC, which you know what we take it back, so we apologize. Yeah, they take but, it back. Um. Yeah, it's, it's just good to see her reinvent herself, too, because I like her look now than she was when With she was doing that pirate gimmick. Yeah, I absolutely You know, you, you look at Asuka, too, you know, uh, with the green makeup and spitting the green mist at people. Really heelish stuff she's been doing, and it's working. So I'm glad. I'm glad it came out to that. So. All right. Uh, it's getting hot in here, Tony. Yes, it is. Time for the hot tag news. All right. So now the hot tag news this week we got is should the fiend start forming a stable? That's it. It's a simple yes or no. Leave him with the puppets, man. Now, what are you guys' thoughts on that? We'll go with Mimi and then Rick. I think leave him with the puppets. Really? Yeah. I like Why? him alone. Why? Because he's crazy and putting him with other people is just going to distract against him. Rick? I agree with Mimi. I think uh, Bray Wyatt being alone and having the puppets, it, it just makes you feel like we know it's Bray Wyatt who's doing the puppets. We know it's Bray Wyatt <laughs> who is the fiend. It, it just makes you like, yo, this guy is psycho. This guy is mm-hmm. crazy. And he has like all these different personalities that come alive. Yeah. I think if you start adding people to it, it takes away from that mystique and that, that craziness. Um... And a lot of these people talking about Liv Morgan. I'm sorry. Liv Morgan is not going to live up to the hype. She cannot get rid of that accent if she tried for 10 years. That New Jersey accent is not going anywhere. So <laughs> even when she's trying to look cute and beautiful and all this stuff, you say, what are you talking about? Can I get some coffee and all this stuff? She's not going to stop talking like that. So imagine I can see her, it happening. Imagine her in the, the Fiend's playhouse. Hey, what are you talking about, Fiend? <laughs> what are you doing? Nah, you can't get rid of that. Um, so I don't, I don't, and she's on Raw, people, so let's get over that nonsense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, leave the Fiend she wasn't alone. technically drafted, though. That's true, but she's only been having promos on Raw, right? I haven't seen yeah, that. That's true, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, a little obnoxious. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Fiend by himself. Leave Bray by himself. Tony! Now, I agree with both of y'all, um, but I can see this in two different ways. Now, for now, leave him be. Leave him alone. Have him with uh, his puppets because it makes him look crazier as it is. I love the fact how when he fought against Daniel Bryan at TLC that he came out as Bray Wyatt and not The Fiend. It was a totally different character and and he's playing it well where there's two different people there and da-da-da. I like it. Um, But if the character itself, if it's starting to fade away, then start adding people. And I think it'll be reinventing not only himself but it's, he's going to be reinventing somebody else too mm-hmm. now a rumor i heard was that he was going to he wants to throw his brother in the mix too that i, I would like that. to see 
If um, anybody, I would love for Bo Dallas to be part of that. Yeah. yeah. And and I heard it was it's it's uh, if the rumors is true that they made that the um, new look Bo Dallas is pretty creepy. They from what I heard, I don't, I don't know how much of it is true, but uh, then what's gonna was, happen to the B team? So yeah, they, they <laughs> be out of there. Ah! <laughs> you saw what I did there. Ah! Did you see what I did there? Oh, in the new episode. Whoa, Bazinga! Yeah, whoa. <laughs> Sheldon. All right, so now, <laughs> so no, I th- I just think that for now, leave him be. He's got a good thing going. Later on, I mean, if the fiend starts to to die down a little bit and people are not feeling it no more, then start adding people. Then start doing the stable. Now this ball was very close because, um, and I'll admit, I put yes. I say yes um, uh, as far as forming the stable, but not until later. Clay Cummings, uh, who is a uh, nominee for Fan of the Year. He said, uh, Bray is killing it. Just him and the puppets. Let him do his thing. He doesn't need anybody. Uh, TJ Logan, he said, as much as The Fiend is cool to watch, a stable of puppets is too ridiculous. Why not potentially share the rub with others and uh, elevate some great henchmen? Hmm. He, I mean, he's the host of Wrestling POV Global for a reason, guys. He, he is an intelligent man. So, Jay Robert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't say that with a straight face, could you? Nah. Now, Jay, <laughs> Jay Robert uh, La, La Briere. Oh, he's French. He said he could use underlings, but they... What the fuck? Underlings? Really? Ooh. Oh. Mm. Sophisticated. Mm. Oh, so, let me, so, let me, so let me talk as sophisticated as I can. He can use underlings, but they yep. need to be booked strong, or it will indirectly shit on his mentor. Or oh, shit on shot. his his shot on his mentorship of the stable. I agree. Jesse Pennington. He put a picture of Liv Morgan holding her own head. Creepy, very creepy. But the thing of it is, I like it. <laughs> if she comes in with Bo Dallas, then yes. Huh? Uh. Now we'll, we'll no. see. Oh. We'll see. Oh. Uh, Messiah, Messiah, Messiah. Martin. You say Messiah. I say Messiah. 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 All right. Uh, he <laughs> said yes. He just said yes. And <laughs> all that. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> now he posted a picture. What I thought was interesting was that he put uh, Ruby Riot as Abby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bo as Rablin, Bray mm-hmm. as the Fiend, and Braun as well as Mercy. Oh no! See, you killed him with Braun. Everybody yeah, else, I'm, uh, I don't he, mind. He was there. Really? He was there with it. But um, yeah, um, yeah. No, I agree. Now, my thing is again. Overall, he he just needs to. Right now, he needs to be by himself. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I'm saying. He needs to be by himself. He needs to, um, you know, keep going with this gimmick. And, and Vince needs to give him that free time. You know what I'm saying? He really does. If it starts to fade out, then, hey, then put him, you know, start putting the stable in with him. Um, any final thoughts on it? No. Before um, we go to the next category. I would say this. If you yes. bring Bo Dallas in, bring him in at WrestleMania. And if you have Roman win the Rumble, have Bo Dallas interfere and attack Roman. Yes. Or and and it causes the distraction, and the, mm. the the month the the Friday after WrestleMania, you have uh, Bo Dallas introduced to the Funhouse. I would oh. do it that way. Mm. Just, you just hear that, Vince? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he hears it. 
Oh shit, they know we're coming. They know we're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that being said, it is time for our final category before we go to a pause. It is the comeback of the year. Take it away, Miguel. Okay, and the nominees for comeback of the year are Bray Wyatt, oh. Roman Reigns, and Leo Rush. All right. Now, I mean, we, we've been saying about Bray Wyatt, he reinvented himself, you know. Uh, Roman Reigns fought leukemia, people. I mean, and, and he did come back stronger. He humbled himself. He said, listen, I'm going to play this role. Listen, I'll take a couple of L's to re- to build up his career again, and I think I'm, and I, like I said, from episode eight when I came on, I've hated Roman Reigns, but I can appreciate what he does for the company. He puts everything about the company first, um, so I agree with. I, I like Roman Reigns in this category, and Leo Rush, who went from lastly, <laughs> lastly, to becoming the cruiserweight champion and yeah. killing it on NXT. Mm-hmm. Gotta give it up for Leo Rush. All right, Miguel, who is the winner? And the winner for Comeback of the Year is Bray Wyatt! I think it's well-deserved. It is. Bray Wyatt for sure. Uh, Great job, Bray. Reinvented himself. Became Universal Champion. The Fiend. Turned it all around. This creepy character. So congratulations to Bray Wyatt for Comeback of the Year. Tony, I think it's that time. Time for what? What are you talking about? For for that pose. (laughs) Yes, it is time for the Oh, a little parched. This is a little time for the bubbler. Alrighty, um, we'll be right back. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. The Wrestling POV Awards is brought to you by the Wrestling POV Podcast. Also, the Wrestling POV Podcast and Wrestling POV Global is brought to you by. The Collar and Elbow Brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. You don't want to miss out on all the holiday goodies they have. 10% off by using promo code WPOV. That is CollarandElbowBrand.com. Miguel Cole, what is the moment of the year? Okay. The moment of the year award nominees are Roman's Return. Hmm. Natalia versus Lacey Evans in Saudi Arabia. Mm. And Kofi Kingston Mania. Alrighty. I mean, any one of these can definitely win. I mean, again, we I said agree. about about Roman returning from leukemia is huge. Uh, Natalia, yeah. Lacey Evans fighting in Saudi Arabia. Huge. I mean, I didn't like the match. I didn't think Lacey <laughs> deserved to be there. Right. But it's a huge, it's a huge it moment was, for it women. Was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, Kofi Kingston. Now listen, no matter how much you hate the run he had, the build to WrestleMania and him winning was huge. I, Everybody I'll be honest, loved I hated it. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miguel Cole, well, you're going to hate this, Tony, because the moment of the year goes to Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Congratulations, Kofi. I mean, I agree. I think Kofi had a great run. I thought it was a great moment. I hated his title reign, but it, it was a it was a great run. I mean, the build to it. I'm going to hell. <laughs> Congratulations to Kofi Kingston. Yes, man. All righty. So it is time for 
This Week in Wrestling. Here we go. I'll go first, and then we'll do another category, all right? Here we go. Oh, excuse me. My goodness gracious. All right, so, <laughs> all right, so now for me, Raw was crazy in itself. You know what? This Week in Wrestling, period, was yeah. just... I mean, it's the holidays, man. It's, it, and I get it, but damn, put some thoughts into this. <laughs> um, my The biggest thing for me was just Rey Mysterio versus Seth. Um, that was the highest point. Lowest point for me was uh, the Becky promo with Asuka coming out, and it was crazy. Uh, yeah, I, there was a lot of low moments, but overall I gave Raw a 1.95, and that was being generous um, because of the Kevin Owens promo. It, I was Honestly, I was glad to see Mojo get involved in something, mm-hmm. but they still herbed him. So, um, <laughs> but the, the highest point was the Rey Mysterio versus Seth. I liked it because of what happened with Samoa Joe. Face turn. I love it. Keep going with it. But I gave it a 1.95. NXT, in the other hand, it was decent. It wasn't that bad. It was a, a lot of, you know, uh, these were old matches, though. So just remember that. Uh, for me, the highest point was just Damian Priest and Tony Nese versus Leo Rush and Keith Lee. Um, it wasn't really the greatest match I've seen between those four but it was still, a, for the show, for NXT itself, it was decent. So I gave it a 2.4. Uh, uh, no, that match I gave it a 3.5. Sorry. Overall, NXT was a 2.4. Um, SmackDown. The whole thing. This was probably the worst SmackDown I've ever seen. This ma- this whole thing was atrocious. <laughs> it was. The, the, the highest was Miz versus Brian versus Corbin. The final match, mind you, because they were doing this all damn show. This was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do a show like this again, SmackDown. Did you hear that, Vince? Overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.5. Wow. Yes. All right. Uh, Miguel Cole? Okay, so it is time for the Rookie of the Year. Mm. Okay, and the nominees are Carrie Sane. Lacey oh. Evans, Umberto Carrillo, Heavy Machinery, and the Viking Raiders. Oh, that's a good category. Uh, all right, and in this category, is both a woman and a man will win. Um, I, I, I like it. I like what I see here. Um, you notice that Ricochet's name is not here. Um, Ricochet said it straight up. He's been wrestling for 15 years. He don't want to hear nothing about being a rookie of the year or coming uh, the, the, the flash in the, the pan kind of guy. He don't want that. So the, we had to remove him from this category for those reasons. Um, those. Those. We had to remove those reasons. <laughs> All right, Miguel. And the winners for rookie of the year are Lacey Evans. And Umberto Cadrillo. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Lacey Evans definitely. I mean, she's, yeah, she's definitely was- building up uh, uh, her character into the company now. She's trying to find her spot. Um, was very green in the beginning. I think she's turned it around a little bit. Um, but Humberto Carrillo definitely stole it in the last couple of months of the year. I think he did he did a great job. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Mr. Um, Dimples so, himself. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Humberto. Um, <laughs> Mimi. Mimi. Mimi's week on wrestling. Week on wrestling. Yeah, week on wrestling. Men because on this football. Week, this week. Hated it. Hated it exactly because it was. 
sucked. <laughs> okay. Um, my raw, my raw picks. Um, Ray Mysterio and Seth. That was a three point five. Um, my lowest was the Drew McIntyre and Zack Ryder thingy. Uh, I gave raw altogether was a one point eight seven. Wow. NXT. NXT was really, really good. Um, I had issues with the Bianca Belair and the Shotzi Blackheart. I got issues with Bianca Belair off this show as well. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say that. You know what? Bianca Belair is in the book. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, why are you putting Bianca Belair in the book? Because I got issues with her outside of this podcast. All right. Okay. So I want to put her her EST ass in the book. <laughs> but how Why? are you going to put it in there? What's the reason? For reasons undisclosed, Bianca Belair is in the book. That's what so I want. Bianca reasons, Belair's... Uh, unknown reasons. Unknown reason. All right. All right. Bianca Belair's unknown reasons. You just made the book. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, baby. All right. So the fight was too long, too many errors. I was not interested in it, mm-hmm. but I still gave it a two. Um, my overall for NXT was a two point one six. SmackDown, atrocious. I'm gonna do Tony's line. It was churlish. It belonged in a churlit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think Bronze dancing move was a move to remember of 2019. Uh, for you, but not for me. <laughs> But everything else, it was corny. It was boring. Um, Moment of Bliss was predictable. Ms. Brian Corbin and Brian Winning was also predictable. Um, Overall was a 1.4. Wow. All right. It's a low-scoring week. All right. Miguel Cole. I've done SmackDown, too. Miguel Cole with the female superstar of the year. Okay. So the nominees for female superstar of the year are... Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. All right. Um, Shayna Baszler broke Oscar's record for uh, longest yeah. days as NXT Women's Champion. She did it in yes, two terms. Um, held the belt for most of the year until she lost to Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble, main event at WrestleMania, won two belts. The man's character is built up bigger than ever, beat Ronda Rousey. Hell of a year for Becky Lynch. Yeah. And Bailey won the woman's money in the bank, cashed in, won the SmackDown title twice, I believe, this year. Um, had a and, and reinvented herself. So she also had a hell of a year. Miguel Cole, who is the winner? And the winner for female superstar of the year is Wait, this can't be right. The man won female superstar of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch! <laughs> You're a real man. Yeah, I mean, I, Becky's definitely. I, I feel like she's starting to fizzle out a little bit towards the end of the year, but from January to about, I say October, yeah. she was hot as fire. Yeah, she was. She yeah. was. So I congratulations, agree. Becky. All right, this week in wrestling for Rick Sorrento the third. Uh, <laughs> Raw was Java City, bro. What the hell? Everybody, and, and I'm gonna name it: Cedric Jobbed. Zack Ryder, jobbed. Jobber, jobber, jobber. Tony Nese was okay. Green, job. I mean, all these people were jobbers. There was a job city yeah. on Raw. Uh, Black, I, jobber. Buddy yeah. Murphy, jobber. Exactly. You know, versus uh, jobber. Yeah. I'm trying to say. Exactly. No, I got you. Um, you got, yeah, uh, they were all good, facing. Good. It was like 16 Eric matches. Rowan, jobber. Yeah. 
like it was 16 matches and you all fighting one one on jobber. So yeah. no. Um the last no, match was definitely the best Rey Mysterio versus Seth with uh Joe uh having his little turn to being a face. I love it. I think it's going to be great for him yeah. and his career. Um uh I gave Raw a 1.6. It was it was just garbage. Uh NXT couldn't tell you any good moments. I mean, uh Leo Rush and Lee versus Neeson Priest, 2.5. Also a 1.6 this week. Uh, like you said, these are old matches. It's all over the place. Uh, so I gave it a 1.6. And for SmackDown, you guys said it. It was caca poo-poo. It was garbage. Um, Daniel Bryan winning. It was also obnoxious. It's obnoxious. Um, I gave Bryan a match a 2.5. Everything else was garbage. Uh, gave that also a 1.6. So I have a tie. All three. Oh, Garbage. 1.6. Uh, before we go into which uh, one this week, we are going to go to the male superstar of the year. All right. Go ahead, Miguel. And the nominees for male superstar of the year are Bray Wyatt, oh. Adam Cole, Baron Corbin, mm. and Seth Rollins. Wow! Uh, excuse me, King Corbin. Oh yes, Damn. King King Corbin. Whoa. Um, excuse well, if me. you look at it, if we go down the list, Bray Wyatt, he's the comeback superstar of the year, mm-hmm. reinvented himself, won the Universal Title, the yeah. huge, huge moments. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole, he was in like what seven of the eight matches of the year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, That's he, guy, he's gotten one hell of a year, man. A hell of a year. The resume for him this year, you can't top yeah. that. Um, Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle in his farewell match at WrestleMania. <laughs> defeated Roman Reigns on multiple yeah. occasions. King of the Ring winner. Um, huge year for Baron Corbin. I think Most he turned it around as well. In Most hated person in wrestling for sure. Uh, and then Seth Rollins. I mean, say what you will. He won the Royal Rumble. Defeated Brock Lesnar twice this year. Um. Mm-hmm. Hell of a year for Seth Rollins. I mean, he also had a, a t- heel turn at the end of the year, reinventing mm-hmm. himself. So, Miguel Cole, who is the winner? And the winner for Male Superstar of the Year is Adam Cole, baby! I mean, in a landslide, right? I mean, yeah. these other guys had a hell of a year, but Adam Cole... Bow down to the king, man. He is definitely the king of this year. I mean, yeah. hell of a year. No, I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. So. Um, yeah, so congratulations, Adam Cole. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, all right, all right, so it is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, NXT is ahead 18 to Raw's 14 to SmackDown's 5. Yeah. Uh, we'll go with Tony first. Which, who do you think won this week? All right. You know what? They, was, they were all bad. Yes. They were all bad. Um, now, I had NXT rated very, very high. But I want to leave kind of NXT out of this only because these were all pre-taped ship matches. Yes. Um, the, I, I'm only, okay, mind you, I thought Raw was bad too. SmackDown was worse. But with Raw, the biggest thing that popped out for me was just the fact of what happened at the end of the match, what happened, you know. But the Rey Mysterio versus Seth match, it was good in itself. They did more in that match, in that program, 
than anything that anybody else did this week in wrestling. So I'm going for Raw this week only because of that. All right, Mimi. The Samoa Joe. So we're just doing SmackDown versus Raw? No, no. And NXT. NXT, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, right, well, for me, I chose NXT over everybody mm-hmm. else <laughs> because they were all atrocious. Uh, SmackDown was the worst. And so it's, for me, it's NXT, Raw, and then SmackDown. All right. So with me, the tiebreaker with a three way tie. Um,. <laughs> All three shows got a 1.6 rating on my scale this week. Um, they were all bad. I I agree, Tony. Uh, that ending for Raw is probably what's going to put it over for me this week. Uh, NXT had nothing going. And and don't get me wrong. Raw was also pre-taped um, for the yeah. holidays. But uh, SmackDown was just bad. NXT was bad. They were all bad. But I have to go with Raw <laughs> this week. So uh, Raw... Is catching up. It's 15 now to NXT's 18 to SmackDown's 5. I think SmackDown has about 14 weeks remaining. So unless they win the next 14 weeks, they will be eliminated in the next couple of weeks from winning this tournament. Wow. Um, with that being said, Miguel Cole, and it is now time for the nominees for Brand of the Year. SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. Miguel just just announced the winner. I mean, <laughs> this is this is not even a close one, right? And the winner is NXT. <laughs> I mean, clearly NXT has it's been having a yeah. hell of a year. Yeah, they did. Um, they, did. they are just yeah, and, and I can't it. wait till they start moving around from full sale. Once they yeah. start moving in twenty twenty, oh my god. They oh, are yeah. going to kill it. Yes, they are. And AEW on top of that. Oh, in my absolutely. opinion. My opinion. Speaking of AEW, mm-hmm. are we going to give AEW a zero today? No, no, no. Because Why? Because they, they didn't yeah, but, I mean, do no, a show? No, no. It's, it's AEW versus NXT. So they didn't have a show, but that's all right. Because and NXT, they were pre-taped anyway. That was from yeah. a long time ago. So, so NXT would have lost probably. If yeah. AEW would have put anything out there, <laughs> <laughs> they could have put true. two no, pillows no, this, in the ring and they would have uh, yeah, exactly. So there's no... Uh, no, no, we're not going to do that this week. We and we'll, we'll see what happens next week, too. Yeah, we'll be nice. We'll be nice. All obnoxious. right. Uh, speaking of obnoxious, Tony, it's time for the book. It is time for the book. For those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most obnoxious things. <laughs> that happened in the week of wrestling. And we just talk about it just to get some good laughs. You know, and to give us something to talk about throughout the show and say, you know what? I've had enough. It's going in the book. And that's it. You know, we, we get nothing out of this. All right. So are we ready? Yes, yes, sir. All right. Matt Riddle's Chonklas. Stay. He's got to stop, man. My God. Bailey's Badonkadonk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cesaro's higher water caprice. Oh, man, people are complaining about it more than ever, man. That's exactly. Uh, Nikki's Badonkadonkey. Been wearing them spandex. You know what? She's gotten a little slim. No. I think her butt's getting big wearing them spandex. <laughs> uh, Bobby uh, painted on eyebrows. Stay, stay. Not, he doesn't have any anymore. <laughs> well, it's been taken well, off. Well, uh, the wedding's this this okay, Monday. We gotta wait till the Monday then. So we'll we'll wait till the Monday. Uh, Carmella's acting skills. Stays. AEW fanboys. Doink Mysterio. Uh. Mm. 
I think he should come off. Yeah, I, we can I, take him not, out. You know what? I want to wait until he debut. Uh, uh, yeah, a another pay per view. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep him to another pay per view until the Royal Rumble. Once he goes on to a pay per view, I think then then, then that, okay. that's what we can determine. It. Okay. Because yeah, obviously yeah. you know he's going to be at the Royal Rumble. So okay. Yeah. We'll, and I, do, we'll, and I do have to say this. Uh, going back to Carmella's acting skills, the fact that they have Carmella going over on Mandy Rose. Yeah. What is up is with that? Stupid, They've been giving her a lot of wins lately. Oh man! Because it's not who you, how you wrestle, it's who you blow. Uh, who you blow? But <laughs> don't. <laughs> All right, Sandman. Uh, yeah. He stays. He, yeah. No, he stays. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave him in for a little bit. Yeah, we'll leave sure. him in. Yeah. Uh, Ortiz toe shoes. Well, we didn't see it this week, so we'll have to wait till next week. We'll yeah. wait till next week. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler snapback hat, bro. What are you doing, Dolph? That stays. Uh, but the thing is, he's still... He's rocking it, though. He ain't rocking that. No way. Uh, but he didn't have it on in SmackDown. He didn't. Uh, we'll, we'll see but next week, But he's still got time. Yeah. Still got next time. week, if he has it and on the, next week, then we'll take it And off. the three new entrants into the book, Rick around a third's obnoxious love for Edge. That stays. stays. Braun Strowman's boogie doogie. Yeah, that's And Bianca Belair, unknown reason. Yeah. It's unknown. Yeah. Because Rick is a hater. So uh, I'm guessing you're going to be the one to take her out, Rick? Definitely. <laughs> until I'm over it. All right. All right. Now, <laughs> a lot of our listeners have been waiting for this moment. It is now time mm-hmm. to announce the fan of the year. Take it away, Miguel Cole, with the nominees. And the nominees for fan of the year are... Josh Sanders, Clay Cummings, Antoine Hoffman, Jazzy J, and Paul T. Phillips. All right. Now, just to give you a little history on everybody here. Josh Sanders has won the Wrestling POV Championship and has won the Interstate Championship back-to-back. Two months in a row this year. Uh, He also won the the Mystery Box. Um he yes he lost the bet to me about edge about chris jericho <laughs> being better than edge um mm-hmm. yeah so that, that he had a pretty good year very vocal on our page shares a lot of our stuff uh definitely appreciate what he does for the show so that's one uh clay cummings won the wrestling pov championship twice Mm. Won the Interstate Championship and won the Overseas Championship, making him a Triple Crown winner all in this year. Um, Clay and the Cummings, $50 man. and he won the first mystery box or the fifty dollar giveaway. He won the fifty dollar yeah. card, the first ever. Um, he was the fifty dollar man. Um, had a hell of a year. Very vocal on our page. Listens to both shows, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. A uh, hell of a nominee. Uh, next, we have Ant- the liberated Antoine Hoffman, who is a hell of a guy. He uh, helped bring out our voices to the D.C. area. Definitely spreads out our word. Uh, has not won any of the belts, but has been <laughs> has been a, a huge fan of the show. Has definitely helped us out with our publicity and uh, huge support from him for our AEW coverage as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jazzy J. Had a hell of a year. Uh, started off hot. She's the first ever woman to win a wrestling POV title. She won the interstate title. Uh, also had a bet with me and beat me multiple times, including the Rick Serrano <laughs> the Turd Award. 
Um, so she had, went head to head with me. Uh, fizzled out towards the end of the year, but nonetheless, had a hell of a year. Uh, and last but not least, Paul T. Phillips has won two interstate championships. Very vocal when it comes to pay-per-view points games. Very on top of those things. Loves playing the game. He's played almost every game this year. Um, has won the Turd Award a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. But also has been very vocal on our Facebook page. And has been spreading our word as well. So these are great nominees, guys. And, and let's not forget, yeah. it's named after Matt Novak, who was our number one fan of all time. Uh, the mm-hmm. number one, day one. Uh, so, uh, Mimi, I'm going to go to you first. Who do you think deserves to be the fan of the year? I think the one who should be is the most vocal this year is Josh Sanders. Oh. All right. Interesting. 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 Uh, for me, uh, even uh, with all the uh, the fighting and stuff like that that I do with Josh Sanders, at the end of the day, I don't hate any of our listeners uh, because without our listeners, we wouldn't have a show. So um, yeah. let's just square that out. Um, I enjoy the, the good back and forth banter. Um, with that being said, I think Clay Cummings had a hell of a year. Um, very vocal. I love this video. Uh, you know, uh, Ant deliberated. He came at Tony. Josh Sanders came at me during their videos for fan of the year. Um, Wait, Clay Cum- uh, I'm going oh, with Clay, Clay Cummings. Cummings. Uh, Clay Cummings okay. video was just very about him, you know, and, that, and, that, and that's what I appreciate. <laughs> and it was about his POV, you know, um, he listens to both shows. He's triple crown winner for the pay-per-view points game, the $50 man. I just uh, think he's a genuine guy, and I appreciate him. And, uh, and I appreciate all our listeners, but I have to go with Clay Cummings for fan of the year this year. So, Tony, okay. it's all up to all you, right. brother. So, now, I got the final decision here, and I will go off a of base of what you guys have just said. Now, I will go through this. One at a time and then tell you my reasonings. Uh, Jazzy J, the first woman. Yeah, you know, yay. Put the award. It's named after Rick's around the third because uh, of the bets. Uh, she won the bets. Very active. I agree. Uh, who's the other? Paul T. Phillips. Always active on our page. And mm-hmm. I, you know, hey, he's a good fan of the show. We uh, Overall, we appreciate everybody's. You know, like what Rick said. But... Um, Paul T. Phillips, champion at his own right, um, has won. Uh, Ant Liberated, Anton Hoffman. You don't cut a promo on me, man. <laughs> but the thing of it is, it says Anton Hoffman on his Facebook. So there was no W. So from now on, I will. Well, I'm going to call him Anton with a W. <laughs> So it's no longer Ant Liberated. It's, it's Anton with a W. And I'm not even saying Antoine. I'm saying Anton with a W. Got it. <laughs> so there. Now, Clay Cummings or Josh Sanders was next. Very, I mean, he, he makes a lot of, he makes our Facebook page enjoyable. I do have to agree. The banter between him and Rick is, is pretty funny, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um... But you're right. The video in itself, um, it was more against Rick. <laughs> but he was 
a multiple. He won a back-to-back championships too. I got to take that difficult. in consideration. That's, yeah. I also got to take into consideration that he won the Survivor Series mystery box too. Got yep. a nice autograph picture and some some other things, prizes he won. And then now we go to Clay Cummings, who the fifty-dollar man himself won multiple champions, a triple crown winner. But I have to say that video that he did, it was atrocious. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. That was a really damn good video. He cut a promo like he was like coming after the fiend himself. Very good promo. Um, oh, it was like I said, it was a really nice guy, the fifty dollar man. He just gave himself a nickname and uh, will forever be in the wrestling POV fan as the fifty dollar man. So now the winner. For the fan of the year, the Matt Novak fan of the year goes to. What the fuck is that? I'm trying to just... sound like a bee. <laughs> Clay Cummings. Whoa! Now, no, no, no offense to anybody else. It's just that. I, I think, and it was a tight race, in my opinion, Definitely. looking at everybody's video. I loved them all, to be honest with yeah. you. They were all really, really good. Except Jazzy Jays. But, but, yeah, Jazzy Jays was just a long, blank stare at the TV screen. I don't know what she was getting at with that. But, the but <laughs> Paul T, I mean, uh, Clay's, Clay's video... He it was good. I give him tons of credit, man. That was a really good promo. He cut on himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't mention any one of us. He was like, "Fuck y'all. It's about me." <laughs> it's POV, and that's it what we're all about. POV, and that's what we're all about. And and I have to give it to Clay Cummins, a fifty dollar man, triple crown winner, and now uh, the fan of the year, man, Novak. Fan of the year. So we're, we're going to send you a nice little t-shirt. It'll be in the mail on Monday. You'll get it sometime next week. Don't uh, You'll get it next year. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, so congratulations. Uh, congratulations. To Clay yes. Cummings um, for the fan of the year. Uh, yeah, Tony, absolutely. we got some big news. So. I know we've been going on for a while, but we got some yes. huge news about the, the, best for last. the pay-per-view points game yes. is getting a facelift. It's getting changed. And you're going to pay attention and pay attention to this. All right. Rick is going to explain it to you. And then later on, we're going to post the rules. Yes. And which is only one rule. Everything. Yep. Which is one rule, which is you got to like the POV page. Yeah. To qualify. Um, But he's going to explain his explanation. And post it on our Facebook page. Yes, absolutely. It's nothing like like I said. If you know, this is to keep tabs for yourself if you want. Um, but also, we're gonna have tabs on it. So, without further ado, Rick, explain the new game. All right, and you know, so the way we're gonna be doing the new pay per view points game is we're gonna do a points system. Um, mm. it, it's weird, you know. Um, I just came up with this, and uh, NASCAR already copied it. It's it's so weird. <laughs> It, 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 it it's perplexing how I just came up with this and mm-hmm. NASCAR already stole it. Um, but yeah. we're gonna do a point system, which basically yes. means that when we play our game, if you end up in first place, you will get twenty five points. Mm-hmm. If you are in second place, you will get 
20 points. If you are in third, you will get 15 points. And then from there on, it goes down to our 10th spot, right? Uh, the top 10 people will be getting points. The person that comes in last place will be receiving the Rick Serrano Turn Award and minus five points. So every pay-per-view, you are going to have the opportunity to win points. Right. And the person with the most points by the end of the year, by the end, by the end of December, by TLC, will receive. And get this, guys. We are doing away with the Wrestling POV Championship, Interstate Championship, and Overseas Championship. We are going to fuse them together and create the exclusive Wrestling POV Championship belt. Custom-made belt. Mm -hmm. So, by December, if you have the most points for the pay-per-view points game, you will receive the Wrestling POV Custom-Made Championship belt. How amazing is that, Tony Diaz? It is truly amazing. It's profoundly amazing now if you heard what i said in the beginning of the show when i said you're gonna want to play you're gonna want to play because if just like what rick said the top 10 gets points so if if there's 20 people or more playing you know <laughs> you gotta you want to make that top 10 you want points you want it's nascar wrestling style and they stole it from us now, what Rick forgot to mention to you is that if you make it, if you are the third award winner for the year three times, guess what? The third award will be renamed after you. What? What? So if yes! you win it, yes! if you win it three times, if you win the Rick Serrano the third award three times this year, so it it number one doing it this way, okay, and I tell you Todd Silver came close. Yeah, <laughs> he came close. But doing it this way, people, if you want to leave it at Rick Serrano the third to let the let the legacy live on under his name of being in last place and his face being on a pile of poop, then don't get that. Don't get it more than three times. Your third time, more than three times. If you get it that third time, Rick will Photoshop your face onto that poop <laughs> until somebody else wins it three more times. Yep. And guess, it, it, you don't want to be there. Nope. You don't want to be there, folks. And doing it, like Rick said, the winner at year's end, at December next year, okay, will win a custom belt wrestling POV championship custom belt will be delivered to you tell your friends you're gonna want to play okay you don't want to you don't want to miss a game because if you miss a game you get zero points mm -hmm. and if you win you know you were at the top spot guess what you're gonna get zero somebody else can take over mm -hmm. this is gonna be interesting it's gonna be good. and just to put this out there put it out there rick the wrestling pov crew can win the championship belt. Exactly. Oh, so now we are involved. Yeah. We can win the belt. The greatest wrestling POV pay-per-view points game champion can win the belt. Rick Serrano the third. <laughs> Guys, with him saying that, do you really want him to keep posting pictures of himself holding the WPOV championship belt? Bro, could you imagine? 
the first that's ever. That's The first ever wrestling POV champion. <laughs> the first ever two-time wrestling POV champion. The first ever three-time wrestling POV champion. The first ever wrestling POV global champion. And now, the first ever wrestling POV unified champion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I am. A, I am obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying, Josh. See what you're saying. Yeah. See, see Josh, you did something. It's, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There you have it. Tell your friends. And I'm telling you, the only thing you have to do is like the damn page. And play. And play. You know, you don't, like I said, you don't want to miss a game. And I'm telling you, it's going to be, you know, interesting. I, I'm really looking forward to this. It starts at... The Royal Rumble. And it ends in December. So it could be a tight race. It could be a blowout. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We really don't know. So, you know, uh, like I said, we got uh, Clay Cummins, fan of the year now. He just, he won. He's triple crown. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have gotten a lot of points right there. You know, I mean, have we had uh, multiple championships this year for the wrestling POV? Yeah, it's, it's Clay Cummings won Clay two Cum- WWE they, championships. There you go. That's 50 points right there. And plus <laughs> the other He could have won that belt this year. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, people. So, I mean, looking at it this way, you guys really got to understand, you got to use your, your noggin. You're going to have to start using your head now. Mm. You start maxing your points. <laughs> You're going to name a piece of shit after you. You're going to be the shit award. Yeah, shit award. Turn award. All right, I think that's the show. Yeah, yeah. Final announcement. Uh, congratulations to Clay Cummings on becoming the uh, wrestling POV uh, fan of the year with that awesome promo. I, re- I really like that. Bro. I, I I can't say enough about it. That was a really good promo. I'm impressed. Um, and of course, all the other winners that we had uh, throughout the show. Uh, stay tuned for more, folks. We got a lot. We're not done yet, man. Mm-mm. We are not done. And I know the rivalry between Rick and Josh is not done. <laughs> I mean, li- listen, Josh, I'm going to put this out there, Josh. Me and Matt Novak, we had a rivalry, and then we became the 38 lads. So maybe, Josh, just maybe, you and I can form a faction of our own oh, and become the top. <laughs> we can become you- the top. What are you going to call it? The 38 uh, Herbs and Spices? Hey! <laughs> hey! That's, that's, a, that's a thought. That's a thought. <laughs> 38 Herbs and Spices. What a faction. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Finger uh, looking good. <laughs> ew. I, <laughs> three guys saying that ain't going to sound right. <laughs> we are finger licking it. No, no. We are finger <laughs> licking <Let's scrub> it. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> and, and of course, another major announcement too. The debut will happen next year for Tony Damas. He's Whoa. making the debut. Everybody's going to actually see Tony Damas. This is crazy. This is going to happen. A lot of things. This is a special episode. God dang. Damn. All right. So before we leave, we play a song off my phone. A lot of songs. Just guess. B 
beat the wrestling POV pay-per-view, <laughs> wrestling POV crew. Uh, so how we ride off into the sunset until next year. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right, I'm your host Tony Diaz, along with Amy Goody and the Third Wheel, Rich Randall the Third, and our intern Miguel Cole. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, folks. Love, peace, wrestling. We'll see y'all next year. Peace out. All right, here we go. Yeah, dude, I was gonna say, Rick, you don't know? Jesus! I, I, I want something better. I call it ball. Oh, Jesus. A friend, the coach. That's the coach? Yeah. Coach got music? Right? Oh, Come on, Snitsky. No. No. Is that uh? That's not Val Venus. Uh, is that no. Jazz? It's a girl. No. No, it's not a girl. Is that Billy and? Uh... Nope. Oh my God. Hold on, don't is say. That Rick Rude. Nope. No. Who is that? Not Val Venus. Want me to give you a hint? Yeah. Uh, he was Tito Santana's partner. Oh, the model Rick the Martel. Model Rick Martel. <laughs> Wow, that was a hard one. Yeah, Alright, last one. Hard. Yeah, last one. Smoking gun. Smoking gun. <laughs> Why did way to end the year with a smoking gun? Ha <laughs> ha! Get it? Get it? No? I get it. Ha ha ha. You had it with that B team joke and you just ruined it! Ha 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 ha! Everybody's going down. <laughs> <laughs> Good show, man. Play Cummins! Yeah. What? Up and Cummins. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> you want it back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I redeemed myself! Did you?